Well, top of the morning to you all this morning. This is Bishop coming at you at the top of the hour. It is 5 a.m., and I'm declaring to everyone that is on the line, the grace of God is about to hit your life. The favor of God, the blessings of God. This is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. We want to say good morning to our God. It is uh, Holy Week, and we thank the Lord that we're on the journey. Man, we're going to have a great time tonight, great time on Good Friday. I'm going to say it uh, at the top of the service. I'll say it at the end. Uh, people have been calling the office wondering if we're going to have uh, in-person gathering on Friday. Yes, the church will be open I believe the doors will open at 11.15 for 12 noon service on Good Friday, and we will also be streaming live online. So I want to give you that information. We want to say good morning to God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Good morning to all the intercessors on the line this morning. We thank you for all that you do for the advancement of the kingdom, for the prayer warriors. Good morning to uh, New Birth, uh, New Destiny Church. Praise God. I thank God for you. Thank God for uh, your faithfulness, your commitment, and your consistency. Good morning to every pastor that is on the line with us this morning. We bless God for you. So today we have with us Sister Brandy Good. She will be doing our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests. Sister Brandy, how are you this morning? Good morning, Bishop. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me, and good morning to everyone that's on the line. Well, thank you for uh, being faithful and committed to prayer. So, you know, uh, thank God you're doing good, but I want to say thank you and thank uh, all the team that come on and whether you do devotion, whether you do uh, the prayer request, we, we couldn't do what we do without you because it is a lot of work, but it's really rewarding because I know a lot of people are being blessed by it. Well, listen, this morning we have with us our guest is Pastor Horatius Harris. I found him, y'all. I found him, pulled him out, said, man, come on, man. You got to come on in. It's Holy Week and be a blessing to us all the way from the city of Atlanta. I think that's why I almost said new birth this morning, because I was thinking about Pastor Harris, but he's not a new birth pastor any longer as well. He's a Nexus Church pastor, and they just got a new location in the city of Charlotte, so let's celebrate with him as he comes on this morning. Good morning, Pastor Harris. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning, Pastor Adrian. Good morning to everybody that is on the line this morning. I bless you in the name of Christ. All right. You're sounding good, man. You're coming in strong. I feel good. All right now. All right. Look that. I like that. I feel good. You know, I feel good this morning as well. And so I pray everyone on the line feels good. Listen, somebody on this line this morning, you're going to be healed. You're going to be healed this morning. While we're on this line this morning, the healing power of God is going to hit your life and heal you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. If that's you, say, I receive it now. Father, we honor you, we bless you, and we magnify you. We thank you for it. This is the day that 
you have made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. Father, we thank you for the sacrifice of your Son. If it had not been for Jesus, Father, we would not be the redeemed. And we are the redeemed of the Lord. We're sanctified. We've been justified. And so, Father, we thank you for it. We thank you for our place that, Lord God, you have held and kept ready for us in your kingdom. We thank you that we are your children. We thank you that we've been blessed by you. And so, Father, we thank you in advance for the word of God that is about to be delivered to us. We receive it in advance. Lord God, we, we, we're ready to release our faith and come in agreement with Pastor Harris and come in agreement with Sister Brandy as she prays over every prayer request. We thank you for this great day in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Harris. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning again, everyone. Uh, I'd like to bring your attention to 1 Corinthians 15, verses 54 through 57. I'm going to read these very quickly and get right into what the Lord has for this morning. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption and the mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O Hades, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Well, I, I just want to just really briefly talk about um, this morning the incorruptible and the immortal. The incorruptible and the immortal. It is very uh, important to understand this, um, and I think we sometimes uh, need a teacher because a teacher can can break things down for you and kind of give you the understanding. That's why I love. Uh, Bishop Smith. See, people. A lot of people can preach, but preaching does not grow you. Teaching grows you. Preaching will get you excited. Teaching will cause you to know Christ thereby and get into His Word because His Word is what's going to transform your life. So, it is. It is understanding that we are. In Christ, everyone is on here, I believe, and says anybody that doesn't know Jesus, that is on this line this morning, we want you to receive him uh, because this is Holy Week, and you can't live the life that God intended for you to live without Jesus in your life and you making that confession. But when we make that confession of Jesus Christ, as you notice in the Bible, one of the first things that comes next, if you read the book of Acts, is somebody got to find some water and you got to be baptized. In your baptism, you it is not salvation that comes through baptism. Salvation comes in your belief and your confession. But baptism is an outward expression or a symbol of an inward decision. You now are openly identifying with Christ. And how are you identifying with him? You're identifying with him by his death, his burial, and his resurrection. 
That's what baptism represents. When you stand in the water, that's the death. When you go under, that's his burial. When you come back up out of the water, that's the resurrection. And you are identifying with Christ. And a light bulb, for most of us, doesn't go off until we hit the scriptures and we start understanding, wait a minute, if I am, according to Romans, I am, I am identifying with Christ, so with his death, with his burial, and his resurrection, which means I now walk in the fullness of what the scripture is talking about. This corruptible shall put on incorruption, and the mortal shall put on immortality. It's speaking of Christ, right? It's speaking of Christ. However, it goes on to say death is swallowed up in victory. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, my God. Isn't it interesting that Jesus coming into the city of Jerusalem on his triumphal entry is celebrating before he even gets to the part of his death, his burial, and his resurrection? Why, why celebrate? Because how you go in is how you come out. You celebrate going in, you're going to celebrate coming out. Watch this. And then, watch this, you got to go in with a win in mind, a W-I-N in mind. How, what Jesus was teaching us, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter how you, you can have foreknowledge of something that's about to come in your life, but don't even Look at that situation. Look at the victory on the other side. That's for somebody this morning. You need to look at the victory on the other side. I know that life can be kind of treacherous, but at the same time, what type of life do we need to live? We need to live a life that is pleasing unto God. And what, how do you please God? You live your life like Christ. And so watch this. Jesus put us into a situation where we can win before we even get into the game. <laughs> we can win before we get into the game. It's interesting that um, this text actually flows with uh, verse 40 in 1 Corinthians 15 to me because it says, these are celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. Watch this. So celestial, celestial means heavenly. Terrestrial means earthly. Celestial means the incorruptible. Terrestrial means the corruptible. Celestial means the mortal. I mean, celestial means the immortal. And terrestrial means the mortal. So watch this. Death is something that we all have to experience, but we don't have to experience it like the rest of the world, those who don't know him. That's why we transition. That's why we call it home goings. We don't call it funerals. Because when you're in Christ, you transition. You're going home. You know where you're going. But the interesting part is Jesus, before he gets to his 
crucifixion, he raises Lazarus from the dead. He raises Lazarus from the dead. And then a few days later, he is resurrected. Now watch this now. There is a difference between raising from the dead and resurrection. One includes a terrestrial body, and the other includes a celestial body. When you raise someone from the dead, they got the same body, the same organs. They got the same mind. They got uh, all of those things. And when you, when you resurrect someone or when someone is resurrected, they got a celestial body. They got a new body. They got a new mind. They got, they got things that will be able to live on eternally. When you are raised from the dead, you're going to die again. Lazarus died again. Even though he was raised from the dead, he died again. He didn't have a celestial body. He had a terrestrial body. Jesus, when he was resurrected, he is currently actively seated on the throne. He is alive. <laughs> he didn't have to die. He's not going to die. We'll never die again because his body is celestial. Now watch this now. Now I, I know I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a tread on some water here, so I'll, Bishop, Bishop, you can you can get on me later, but I I think it'll be you know, something that's informational. You know, we should never question, no one should never question, especially those who are in other faiths, should never question that Jesus is alive or not. Too much, too much evidence. He was seen by over 500 people. He, 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 he walked through uh, and, and helped uh, his disciples. He, watch this, the Roman government tried to cover it up. And say he wasn't he wasn't there. They had to lie about it. You know, get they had to pay somebody off to say you know somebody came and stole the body. You know, he 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 really is not alive. Why would you go through that length of doing saying something that you know you know that it, it ain't true? Then the other thing that I found as I was reading because I study a lot, I saw even in the Quran. <laughs> The Quran speaks of Jesus being alive and resurrected. So it is, <laughs> other faiths are affirming that Jesus is alive. He is alive and seated, and he's well, and he's watching over our lives. And I just want to say that, watch this, even death has to be put back. It's swallowed up. It can't, because once you have a celestial body, Death can't touch you. Once you have a celestial body, you will not die again. Once you have a celestial body, you are eternally uh, alive and moving in the things that God has ordained. So watch this. The victory is when you put on your celestial body, death can't touch you no more. Death can't bother you no more. And watch this. In our baptism, we identify with Christ and his resurrection. So, therefore, we don't die. We transition. We got the victory. <laughs> Christ took it and, 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 and watched it, and then he gave it to us. Watch it. He won the race, but he gave us the trophy. Ah! Lord, we thank you. 
we honor you because this week, though it may be a week of just looking at all that you went through, and it makes us a little bit sad of the crucifixion and all that you did, but, Lord, we look to Sunday for the resurrection. For the power and all authority had been given unto you, and you said for us to go ye therefore and make disciples. Let us be mindful of that which you've called us to do, and we thank you, Lord, for your resurrected body, your celestial body that gives us victory over death. And we thank you, Lord God, for allowing everyone that is on the line this morning to be proud, to lift up their head, to know that every living saint, every person that is believing in Jesus Christ, that they shall be alive and well and shall live their life to the fullest on this earth, but also be have a look forward victory to what is to come even in the life eternal. So we thank you for blessing them. We thank you for covering them. And this time, Lord God, we want to honor you like we've never honored you before in Holy Week. Show us your glory. Show us your your victory. Show us your power. Show us your authority. Give us what we need in order to allow it to move on the earth, that you be glorified, that what is in heaven, the celestial, shall come to the earth. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Man, I know you enjoyed that this morning as much as I did. I'm not going to get on you because the Quran say our Savior is risen. they just telling the truth, you know. And so uh, we thank God for that because he is risen. And we have the evidence uh, of it that he is risen because he's alive in us. And I thank God for that. Thank God for that. So that's a blessing. I, man, I'm blessed this morning. Man, thank you so much, Pastor Harris. At this time, we're going to have Sister Brandy Goods come. She's going to uh, go over our prayer requests and pray for those prayer requests. And let us all uh, focus and come into agreement, pray in the Spirit, and let us set ourselves in agreement with every person who's in need of being healed by God. Sister Brandy. We have a praise report from the Walker family, and they say, Praise the Lord, New Destiny. Our relatives have succeeded in their lawsuit case as defendants. It has been ordered for them to receive much compensation and restoration from the false claims that came upon them. Thank you all for your prayers because we are true prayer warriors and remember these applicable scriptures. If God be for us, then who can be against us? No weapon formed against us shall prosper, and they shall know that I am God who practice love, kindness, restoration, and justice. Amen. And then we have two prayer requests. We have a prayer request from Dr. Karen Coleman. She says, I am applying for a job with the federal government as director of health equity slash senior scientist with the Department of Health and Human Services. This job is with the Institute of Health, working directly with the All of Us Research Program. According to the education and other requirements for the position, I am qualified. However, according to the Word of God, I am justified for the position. Please pray with me for, for me as I continue to pursue my purpose. And then we have another request from Tammy Little. 
that her prayer request is conceived. She says, we are believing God for the fruit of the womb after years of trying. We ask the church to stand in agreement for God's will for us to conceive and have a family. So, Father God, we thank you. We praise you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are, Lord God. We praise you, Lord God, for you are holy, you are mighty, and you are righteous. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are, Lord. There is none like you. You reign upon the throne, and you are still God. We thank you, Lord God, that your thoughts towards Dr. Karen, Lord God, are good, Lord God. You said you know the thoughts and the plans that you have for her, Lord God. You know the thoughts that you think toward her, Lord God. Father, you have a plan and a purpose for her life. We thank you, Lord God, that your plan is to prosper her, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. We ask that you would give her, Lord God, the desires of her heart, Lord God. Father, we ask that as she pursues her purpose, Lord, that you will make straight her paths in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would go before her, Lord God, and that you would open doors that no man can open, Lord God, and that you would close doors that no man can shut in the name of Jesus. Father, that you would lead her plain down the path, Lord God, to fulfilling her destiny. Father, we ask that you would just... Go before her, Lord God, that you would make her plain, her path straight in the name of Jesus. Lord, that she would know that this is the way to walk in in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you, Lord, that you would go before her, Lord God, that you would give her favor, that favor would go before her, Lord God, that you would open the door, Lord God. Father, we ask that you would that she would stand out above all the other candidates, Lord God. And we ask that when she goes in the interview, Lord God, and that she goes to speak, that it is you that speaks through her, Lord God, and that what the people, the interviewers will say that there is something about her, Lord. Father, that they will begin to see, Lord God, who she is, Lord God, and recognize the gift and the calling that you have upon her in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, we just lift up Tammy Little, Lord God. And, Father, we thank you that you said in your word that if any two agree on earth as touching anything, that it shall be done for them, Lord God, by my Father in heaven. So, Father, we come this morning in unity and on one accord, joining our faith with Tammy, Lord God, for the fruit of her womb. Father, you said that... There is no good thing that you would hold from your children, Lord God. You said that you would give us the desires of our heart. So, Father, we declare that as you spoke in Genesis, that man shall be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth, Lord God. We decree and we declare that Tammy's room is fruitful in the name of Jesus, that she shall multiply. We decree that she shall bring forth a child in the mighty name of Jesus. You are the same, Lord God, and you change not. Father, and you are not a respecter of persons, just like you did it for Abraham and Sarah, Lord God, and Hannah in the name of Jesus, and the Shulamite woman, Lord God. We pray that you would do the same for Tammy in the name of Jesus. Father, you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus for Tammy's womb to be open. Father, you said that we shall decree a thing and it shall be established. We decree and declare that her womb is fruitful, Lord God. 
in the name of Jesus. We curse barrenness to the root. We pray for her reproductive system, Lord God. We pray for every organ, every tissue, and every cell that it will come into divine alignment and that it would function according to the way you designed and designated it to function in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we declare your word over her, Lord God, and we speak blessings to her womb. We say she is fruitful and she shall multiply. We declare that she is blessed and highly favored of the Lord. We declare that her womb is strong and that it is blessed and that it is healthy. We declare that God's peace will be upon her life, life, that there's nothing missing, nothing lacking, and nothing broken in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare wholeness in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak to her body and we say, be made whole. We speak healing to her womb and we declare blessing from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare Isaiah overheard, Lord God, 54 and 1, and it says, Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, thou that didst not that did not travail with trout. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married, of the married wife, says the Lord. So we decree and declare your word, Lord God, that she will sing and that she will rejoice and that she will thank you and give you praise for what you're doing in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that she will trust you in the process and that she will give you glory, Lord God, and that her joy will be made complete. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. And we declare every prayer request shall become a praise report. We set ourselves in agreement as touching. We ask in Jesus' name, and it shall be granted unto us. We also thank God for you and any prayer requests you have. Just release your faith now. We release our faith with you as you're releasing your faith right now. And we declare the, the, the prayer request that's in your mind's eye. Get it in your mind's eye, what you need God to do. And we set ourselves in agreement. We call it done, and it cannot be otherwise in Jesus' name. We believe it. We receive it. It is so. Say that with me. We believe it, we receive it, and it is so. You know, Pastor Harris talked about something that I've heard very few preachers in my entire born-again life talk about. And he talked about the glorified body. The glorified body that once You've been resurrected, not as Lazarus was. He made it clear that when Lazarus came back from the dead, he had to die, and that that corruptible had to put on incorruptible. And he made it clear to us, if you were listening, that when Jesus was resurrected, there was something totally different about him. He had now put on incorruption, uh, and to prove it, he was able to be seen, communicate with many of people, including his disciples, 
and walk through walls or doors and also eat a fish sandwich. Now, that is serious. That is just serious. And if you remember, he wouldn't allow them to touch him because he had not proceeded to the Father. That's key. That's key. And so when you begin to understand all that took place from prophecy, the foreshadow, to the event, and the resurrection, and the ascension, and the seating, it is absolutely powerful what God has provided for us through the Passover lamb, through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, our Lord and Savior. Don't take light. Don't take it lightly what God has done for you because that's a great sacrifice, one that none of us can provide. And his blood did away. It abolished sin, abolished it, because the blood of animals, goats and heifers, the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, all it did was cover our sins for a year. But the blood of Jesus has abolished. It has completely wiped them away. And we thank the Lord for it. We thank the Lord for it. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. We want to go back to Pastor Harris to see if he has any closing remarks. Our time just go too fast. So we're going to go back to Pastor Harris. Pastor Harris. Yeah, Bishop, I, I mean, there's so much in there that, you know, we got started. We'll be going again in another 30 minutes. But I'm just excited about this week, uh, even even during these times, because we are setting a new precedent, um, not that we're celebrating, you know, the resurrection is setting a new precedent, but even during a time when people think that you should be in the house, you shouldn't come out and all that, uh-uh, let's, let's, let's come out. You have a service on Sunday, correct? <clears throat> in the, in the building. Correct. Friday and okay. and Sunday. That's right. Look, everybody needs to come on out. I know there's restrictions on how, um, you know, you can't have so many people in, but watch this. You better get there early. <laughs> Just get there early, get in the house. And I believe the Lord is going to show himself strong uh, during these times. Well, we thank you for that, and I believe the Lord is going to show himself strong. It is a powerful time, and I believe that it is an appointed time. Uh, I think it's very interesting how uh, we've covered one year with COVID-19, and once we covered that one year, the numbers just have, uh, you know, gone down to the degree that the tiers are changing, allowing things to be opened up. And I think you should still approach stuff with cautious, being cautious. And then if you feel you need to stay home, don't don't let anybody put any conviction on you. You know, do what you have to do for you. And that's just as simple as that. You know, but if you can... Uh, uh, please, please, please come to service. We're going to have a great service. And just something just happens when we come together as people. There's just such an excitement that's in the air. And 
uh, I'm excited because I just felt something special last Sunday, and I made mention of it on uh, when I walked up to the platform in Pittsburgh, also in Oakland, and began to teach. I actually taught in Oakland. If you haven't uh, seen that uh, service in Oakland, you can go and view it on um, our YouTube channel. Uh, but, man, you may want to go check that out. That I, I talked about uh, the meaning of Palm Sunday, and I was speaking with Elder Elder Heather. She went and watched it, and she said, man, Bishop, uh, you know, I couldn't take notes fast enough, and I learned some things I didn't really know concerning the event. And so the event is so absolutely powerful. But as Pastor Harris you know, come out to service, you're going to be blessed. Your life is going to be touched. Or if you can't, you know, have you come on stream and have people stream also. And you know what? Do me this favor. If you haven't downloaded the app, can you please download the church app? It's going to bless you, help you send notifications out so that you will not miss a service. I believe the word is so vitally important. But what I was saying prior, uh, I don't want to forget what I was saying, is that I felt Sunday that we've just entered into a new phase of ministry. I believe we entered into a, a special season. You know, this is high holy week, high holy season, but I believe just as the righteous, we've entered into a season of power and a season of victory. Don't forget it. A season of power and a season of victory. And, you know, it's it's just really going to be made known. And that's what Pastor Harris said. Jesus celebrated the victory. The people celebrated the victory before the Savior was victorious. They was calling those things that be not as though they were. Isn't that something? They was calling those things that be not as though they were. And so it's absolutely powerful because there's so many, so much uh, of prophecy was fulfilled through this event. You know, even uh, what God saw in his mind's eye concerning Abraham. When Abraham went up to sacrifice Isaac on the mountain, which which historians say, theologians and historians say, was a stone's throw away from Calvary, where Abraham went to sacrifice Isaac, Golgotha, the place of the skull. And the Lord said, don't lay your hands on him. I provided myself a sacrifice. If you look in Hebrews, this, the, the author of Hebrews make reference to that event. And here's what he says. He says that God saw in a figure, in a figure, how he would sacrifice his own son, how he would provide a sacrifice for humanity. Oh, Pastor Harris, I hear you. I hear you saying something. You want to jump back in there? I know you do, but but I'll give you a moment. I'll give you a moment. But but it's powerful because not only when Jesus enters Jerusalem on the donkey, you know that donkey represents so many things. You know, humility. It represents peace, but it also 
represents one that can carry weight because that's what donkeys were used for. They used donkeys to be able to carry the load. And so he was carrying glory. He was carrying glory. But but so not only that does he fulfill what Isaiah says in Isaiah 62, but he also fulfills what God saw in his mind's eye, that I will provide myself a sacrifice. He's the Passover lamb. Pastor Harris, were you trying to say something? No, nah, I was just I was just like saying, my God. <laughs> I was just coming into agreement with what you were saying. Hey man, so so you know that's that's what that's what we have to understand. And sometimes I know people are like Bishop. How do you know all this stuff? And, but you know you have to read. You have to go and read your history. This is the Bible is a history book. It's our history. So you have to go and read it, and you have to take time. These are real events that have taken place. This is no fictional stuff. And then you can chain link. When I first got saved, uh, one of the Bibles that I really enjoyed reading and studying out of. Now, this is a study Bible. I don't use it for preaching, but it's a study Bible. And it's helped me chain link scripture together accurately. And that's a Bible called the Thompson Chain. It helps you chain link scripture together. And I rather enjoy reading that Bible when I first got saved because it, it helped you really put scriptures together from the Old Testament to the New Testament, from the New Testament to the Old Testament that really go together and complement each other in the fulfillment of this and the fulfillment of that. And, and so that's really how I begin to uh, understand the stories of the Bible, the events, the narratives that have taken place and how they relate to us today. It is key. We are a great people. What God has provided for you, don't let anyone make light of it. You don't make light of it yourself. Protect your salvation. Remember, as I said, we have entered into a season of victory. We've entered into a season. I, I'm, I'm serious. We have, we, I feel it. I feel it. And we've entered into a new phase, a new phase, a new level. You can call it whatever you want. But I'm telling you, you're going to begin to encounter victory on every side. I receive it myself. I receive it myself. Come on, say I receive it. Praise God. Man, that that's that's y'all got me fired up before Bible study tonight. All right. So, as we always say, Psalms 118, verse 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. In this brand new day, you know what it is. It's a brand new you. Therefore, it's brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Make this confession of faith with me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I'm a world overcomer. Yes, you are. I agree with you. You are more than a conqueror. You are a world overcomer. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. May God richly bless you. 
Pastor Adrian and I, we love you dearly. We really do. And we're so honored and humbled at the same time to be your pastors. We really are. And so may God um, smile upon you today and give you traveling grace as you go to your destination back home safely. May you get there uh, and enjoy your day and may the, your vehicles function that they've been created to function in Jesus' name. Well, come see us. Uh, come, come be with us tonight. And you're going to have a, a great time. And, man, I, I just thank God because I thank God because we got sons on the line. They texted me and all that. So I'm going to give you a shout-out. Hey, Hera and April, God bless you all this morning. And so, um, and that's just a blessing how God can keep a company of believers together. Uh, he's, just, he's just so faithful. And so... Man, once again, we love you. Y'all got me smiling this morning. You just, you're, you're just the best. I'm telling you, you are the best. If anyone haven't told you that, I want to tell you, you are the best. And if no one's told you this morning they love you, I want to tell you, I love you with all my heart. So does God Almighty. So, uh, yes, y'all make it hard for y'all make it hard for a guy to get off the line this morning. But hey, we got to go. I'm going to see you tonight. We're going to have a great time, okay? So be blessed. And this is Sister Brandy Goods, Pastor Horatius Harris, and Bishop. We're signing off. Kathy, let's open the line.